Hello and welcome to Inside the Admissions Office, your one-stop shop for expert advice on the smart way to get in. My name is Kayla and each episode I'll bring you an interview with a former admissions officer, a graduate of a top college, or an admissions expert. These interviews will take you inside the admissions office and will be full of behind-the-scenes knowledge, first-hand experiences, and application tips that will help you get into your dream school. This week we're joined by Yosefa Greenfield, a Yale graduate and the co-founder and COO of Ingenious Prep to talk about what it was like being a student at Yale. Hi, Yosefa. Thank you for joining us today. Of course. I'm excited to be here. Um, so you're a graduate of Yale University, and you were also the captain of the women's basketball team. I was. So can you tell me a little bit about what your process was like when you were applying to college? Of course. So I definitely had a non-traditional application process since I was going through the athletic recruiting process. Um, I started ba- playing basketball when I was in middle school. And by the time I was in eighth grade, I actually got my first letter in the mail, and it was from Princeton University. Wow. Uh, They said that they saw me play, that they were interested in watching me throughout high school, and that they might want to have me at their school one day. So obviously my parents freaked out about that (laughs) because I was only 14. Um, Throughout high school, I kept playing competitively, and I went to a very competitive high school in Los Angeles called Harvard-Westlake. Um, And so when it was time for me to apply to colleges, around my junior year, I had a lot of interest from Harvard, Yale, and Princeton. And junior year, spring break, I visited Yale and absolutely fell in love with the campus, uh, the girls on the team, obviously everything that they had to offer academically, and I just really felt like it was the right place for me. So I had further conversations with the coach They said that they wanted to offer me a spot, and so I worked on my applications and ended up only applying there. Wow. so Very unique. Yeah, so very different experience (laughs) from a lot of students who are applying to maybe 15 different schools. of course. So, obviously I can't ask you really how you decided on your school list or the (laughs) school, but um, you obviously had your choice among Mm -hmm. these three schools, so Mm -hmm. how did you decide on Yale? You mentioned a campus visit, but... What else were you looking at? I think I really cared about um, the people on the different campuses uh, since that is so much of what your experience is about. And if you're comparing Harvard, Yale, and Princeton academically, obviously they are all the best of the best um, and offer similar opportunities. So for me, it was about um, the way I felt on campus. And every single person that I met was incredibly warm and incredibly talented and I was inspired and um, I felt like I connected with New Haven like it is Yale is right in the middle of a city that was important to me there was a lot of good restaurants coming from Los Angeles I'm a little bit uh, picky with that Um, and so for me it was really the people that um, informed my decision to apply to Yale. Right. It's really, I mean, you're, you're there for four years, so mm-hmm. the campus culture and the people are really important. Definitely. So other than basketball, obviously you were doing that since eighth grade. Other than basketball, mm-hmm. what else did your application include? What, did, right. what was on your activities list, for example? So for me, I would say my persona was very much about being a leader and being a mentor. So uh, all of my activities somewhat related to basketball, I would say, um, but also involved a lot of leadership. So 
I was president of the student athlete committee at my high school. I was nominated as a junior and as a senior, and so I was the person on campus kind of representing the athletes and being the go-between uh, between all of the teachers and the students and the athletic community. community. And at a school like Harvard-Westlake where um, academics and sports are incredibly strong, there was some tension at times and wanted to make sure that the athletes were held to the same standards as other students. And so I was kind of the go-between representing the student body on that committee. Um, my summers were spent traveling the United States playing basketball and also working with girls in my community um, and coaching other students. So I ran a lot of camps in high school. I also coached students individually to kind of give back to the community and show younger girls how a sport can help them with their confidence, help them with their development, help them with learning how to be on a team and um, to work together. So that was a really important important part of my application is not just taking my sport and, and being good at it, but also using it to give back to the community um, and to be a leader and mentor, which um, I think still plays a role in who I am today and what I'm doing at Ingenious. Right. I think, yeah, I think obviously your application for selling was very basketball centric, mm -hmm. but really I think it's a good example for students that you did have one activity that was your main focus, but you really went very deeply in that activity and you kind of um, did different things with it. You did community service, mm -hmm. you did activities at your school and mm -hmm. really kind of broadened your horizons there. Most definitely. I think I also, you know, I was interested in leadership and maybe in business, but I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to major in and and I, you know, didn't necessarily have a very strong, like, favorite subject. But um, for me, I kind of knew I wanted to be in business just because I wanted to be, you know, a manager and helping other people and mentoring others. And I think that certainly came through on my application, or at least I hope it did. Definitely. So once you got to Yale, obviously you have to pick a major. Mm -hmm. um, so what was your experience like at school, um, kind of going through that exploration process and eventually declaring a major? Yeah, Yale has a lot of amazing resources to help students figure out what they want to major in. So um, at Yale, you don't choose your major until about halfway through your sophomore year. By that point, you've taken a lot of different classes across different areas. And so you should have a very good understanding of what you're actually interested in and what you're not interested in. Um, at Yale, we have distributional requirements. So you're required in your first like year and a half, two years, to take uh, math classes, to take humanities classes, social sciences, and science classes. I think that if I was you know, left totally on my own, I probably wouldn't have taken any uh, science classes at Yale. Um, but they do require it. So I think that was a good way to take a lot of different classes in different areas and to see what clicked and what didn't. Um, Yale also has what's called the shopping period, which is awesome. So when I was there, there was uh, a, a book called The Blue Book. The Blue Book was a very thick, maybe 400 page book that had all of the different classes that Yale offers. I'm sure it's not a, a hard copy anymore. Um, but uh, students in my uh, dorm would have like blue book parties and you'd basically get together with your friends, look through all of the classes that Yale has to offer and figure out which ones you want to shop. So for about the first two weeks of each semester, it is shopping period, which means 
You can walk into a class for five minutes, decide that you don't like the professor or you don't like the material of the class, and then you can just walk out. And professors aren't supposed to be offended. They might be a little <laughs> offended, but um, it's just a way to, they basically let you like shop a bunch of different classes to figure out which ones you're interested in. So I think you also have an academic advisor your first year, and they just do a really good job of making sure that you're experiencing a lot of different subject areas so that by the time um, it's 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 necessary for you to choose your major you are very well informed so for me I took a lot of different classes at my first two years Uh, I liked the political science classes and the psychology classes best so I knew I wanted to major in one of those fields Um, ended up being a little bit uh, more on the poli-sci side, so I ended up declaring political science, and then I took probably 12 psychology classes at Yale. I don't have double, ma- don't have ma- majors and minors at Yale, so I didn't minor in that, but I did get to take a lot of those classes as well. I think that's that's really unique to Yale, that shopping period. I think that must be very helpful to students to be able to kind of yep. experience the professor and the course material to know Um, if they actually like it because you don't want to get stuck in a class that you'll end up not enjoying. Definitely. I think the more you enjoy your classes, the better you do in school. I think that's usually reflected on our students' transcripts when, you know, when they're taking classes that they very much enjoy junior and senior year, they typically perform at a higher level. Definitely. I think what you said too about um, just experiencing a lot of different classes is really great advice Mm -hmm. for students. Um, it may be difficult. I know I didn't like taking science classes as part of my distribution right. requirements, mm-hmm. but I think it is a really great way to kind of get out of your comfort zone and to know maybe this is something I'm going to be interested in. I'm going to want to declare my major in. I think it's also a great way to meet new faces. So when you're a political science major, you know, you're in a, cl- a lot of classes with similar people. And so when you're in science classes and math classes, you do definitely get to interact with Um, people with very different interests in their own. It broadens your horizons in a lot of different ways. For sure. So um, obviously like you mentioned even in high school you had Mm -hmm. to balance your um, athletics and your academics Mm -hmm. so um, you had to continue doing that at Yale obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, So what was that like for you having to balance kind of those two sides? It's incredibly difficult so I think being a college athlete athlete especially at the D1 level is a huge time commitment so I was at the gym six days a week for at least four hours usually around five hours um, which meant that I didn't really have time to mess around or to try a bunch of other activities it was very much um, kind of a job I was you know playing basketball maybe 30 30 plus hours per week Um, And that is a very serious time commitment and requires a lot of time management and efficiency skills. Um, I think it is not for everyone. You know, I think a lot of students come to Yale and there are just so many amazing resources and groups and social groups, extracurricular activities to, to be a part of. And when you're an athlete, you know, you're spending so much time in the gym that you don't necessarily get the full Yale experience. So it's definitely not for everyone. Um, For me, I had an awesome time and loved every second of it, but it was definitely a huge time commitment. I think it's also 
um, you know, made me be extremely disciplined with time management and how I go about like my schedule and, and getting things done because I did not have a lot of extra time. Um, I'll also say that at a school like Yale, uh, the, the professors really don't care that you're an athlete. Like it is not a huge part of the culture like it might be at other huge division one sports schools. So, um, you know, we couldn't miss exams or games. We had girls, you know, coming to the game on a separate bus, like, you know, 30 minutes before we started because they had an exam that they couldn't miss. We didn't get extensions for homework because we were traveling for games. There weren't really any exceptions or special treatment like that. Um, and for me, uh, I think that was good. Like I, I didn't, I chose a school like Yale because obviously I care about more than basketball and, and having the full academic experience was important to me. So I think it's definitely a good balance. Right, and especially as the captain of the team, you then <laughs> had a lot of extra responsibilities on top of that to juggle, which I'm sure was very difficult. It was very difficult. I was the representative for our team on all matters when things were going well and when things weren't, weren't going well. I was the big sister. I was the therapist. I was the leader. I was the decision maker. So it was definitely a lot of responsibility, but also, you know, super rewarding and exciting. Definitely, time. yeah, a lot to balance. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the academics at Yale are mm -hmm. challenging. That's you know, it's an Ivy League school. It kind of comes of with the name. So. Mm -hmm. Um, for students that might be interested in Yale or an Ivy League school, um, can you talk a little bit about the academics and how difficult they were? Sure. So I think Yale is a very supportive community overall, and Yale wants its students to succeed. So again, there are so many resources, whether it's tutors or advisors or like, you know, editing centers to make sure that students have everything that they need to be successful on campus. I think that the admissions committee also does, you know, quite an amazing job of getting students in and letting students in who will succeed on campus because ultimately, you know, that's their main job is to find students who will succeed and contribute. Um, for me, I think uh, an easy way to describe the the academic uh, academics at Yale is that it was not too difficult to just get B's. You know, if you were just looking to do okay and get B's, you, that was quite manageable. I think to get the, the A, that, that was definitely something that you had to work towards um, in terms of like all of the homework and the reading assignments in terms of speaking with professors, in terms of getting your papers done early so that professors could review them before the actual deadline and give you any feedback. You know, you might be able to get an A minus, but the, getting the, the full A across the board is definitely something that you had to work toward. Um, I think you're also your, your, the habits you build in high school and your kind of curriculum in high school is really important to your success in college. So um, being, being the type of student that is quite diligent with homework and studying in high school will definitely make the transition to Yale easier. That's one of the biggest challenges between high school and college is that nobody's really looking out for you and telling you what to do every second of every day in college. So that's if you if you start you know establishing those those habits earlier in high school, it'll definitely make the transition a lot easier. Mm -hmm. 
And of course, the students that are getting admitted to Yale are obviously the ones who have really great academic mm -hmm. records. And so, mm -hmm. and Yale will not um, admit a student that they don't think is going to succeed there. Of so. So aside from academics, mm -hmm. uh, earlier you said that the campus um, visit and the people there were really important to you deciding that Yale is where you wanted to go. Mm -hmm. um, so what is the campus culture at Yale like? I would say it's a very community-oriented, open, friendly, positive campus culture, especially compared to my friends' experiences at other campuses. I can confidently say that. Um, I think that Yale, a, a pretty central part of, of Yale is the college system. So at Yale, when I was there, they had 12 colleges, they're called residential colleges or dorms essentially. Now there are 14. When you are an incoming freshman, you're assigned to a particular residential college. It's kind of like Harry Potter. You do everything with that college. You live in that college. You have your own dining hall. You compete in like sports tournaments for your college. Um, and so Yale does a really good job of breaking the student body of about 5,000 people down into your the size of your residential college, which is you know a couple hundred students. So it takes this you know medium-sized school and breaks it down into a very manageable number of students so that you can really get to know people at a at a deep level. Um, so, on a deep level. So I think that the residential college system comes with community and does a great job fostering those connections between the student body. Um, and I think is quite central to the, the culture at Yale. We also have things like secret societies. So my senior year, I was in a secret society of 16 students, eight boys, eight girls. You had to be tapped to get in. Um, another great way of meeting people your senior year that you've never met before. Um, they do a very good job with those those nominations for secret societies of finding students from all different corners of campus. So that was also another great way for me to meet new people um, and to interact with people that were totally different than me, myself. Um, yeah, that's how I would summarize my experience at Yale in terms of the culture. What do you think your favorite part of going to Yale was? Oh, good question. It was honestly some of the best years of my life. I think, again, it has to be the, the connections, like the people. Um, just looking back on all of the amazing memories, whether it's, you know, winning a really, like, upsetting a, a much better team than us in basketball or, like, beating Harvard or, you know, getting brunch in the dining hall with my best friends or... Um, working on a group project together like everything that I look back on so fondly is because of like the people that I was doing it with and obviously my best friends for co from college are still my best friends today and I think just those personal connections that I built um, with amazing people like really the most amazing people that I've been around um, has been my favorite part was my favorite part about college yeah, that's, I think a lot of people have that experience, course, and it yeah. really comes down to finding the right college for you mm -hmm. um, and finding a campus where there's going to be people that you right. that you connect with. I've also, I think if I'm being totally honest, never heard anyone say that they didn't have a good time at Yale. Uh, that is not the case for many other schools, mm -hmm. I think. Like, I've never heard one person say that, which is pretty incredible. 
Yeah, I think that speaks a lot to Mm -hmm. the campus. Mm -hmm. Um, So for students who are maybe interested in Yale, you know, Mm -hmm. they've heard all of these great things, or interested in just another elite college, maybe Mm -hmm. an Ivy League school or a top 10 school, Mm -hmm. um, what would your advice for them be um, while they're still in high school? Good question. Um, I think that when I look at my college experience, I can say that every time I was in the classroom, in a classroom, I was surrounded by the most incredible people. And these incredible people all had extremely different interests and backgrounds and had something about them that was like incredibly unique or surprising or just impressive. And so I would say that that is true for, you know, more than 99% of the people on campus. And so when I'm talking with students now or looking, reflecting and looking back on what made me successful, I think you have to figure out what it is you're most interested in and then pursue that interest in like a unique and cool way, um, in a way that makes you stand out from everyone else because ultimately they're looking to build those, you know, classroom sections of 16 students or 20 students where you're debating different topics. Um, They're looking to fill those classes with students with totally different interests who will have, you know, really exciting conversations. And so when I'm and I'm talking to younger students, I'm always trying to figure out what it is about them that's unique and what kind of unique perspective they'll have, you know, what's diverse about them, what are they interested in, and how can we use that in a way to show exactly how they would contribute to a school like Yale or Harvard or Princeton or Stanford or MIT. Um, so really figuring out what that kind of persona is and then working towards having concrete achievements to support that that persona yeah finding that passion exactly and and really developing that and showing that in your Mm -hmm. application for sure um so moving from talking about yale and your college experience specifically Mm -hmm. and uh, moving more towards talking about ingenious prep so you're the co-founder and coo here um so what led you to want to help found this company great question so i think there are There were a lot of different things that led to this decision. I think first and foremost, um, I was very interested in starting a company of my own. I think reflecting on the things I've enjoyed most in my life up until this point, it's been kind of being a leader, leader and mentor. And, you know, as captain of all of the teams that I've been on, I've been the person or one of the people kind of driving the culture of whatever team I'm on. And I think when you start your own company, you're definitely in a position to lead other people and mentor people and um, you know help the people below you grow. And that is something that is incredibly important to me as well as like setting the culture for the company. Um, in terms of why education, I have always loved helping people and education is extremely important in my family. I come from a Jewish background. I've always gotten, or my parents have really emphasized my grades and going to good schools. Um, And it kind of made sense. I think one of the biggest decisions um, that young people can make is, um, you know, how they're going to pursue their academic interests and what kind of college they're going to go to. And so, when we're able to work with so many incredible, young, amazing people around the world and help them with their kind of journey to college, one of the most important decisions that they'll make at that point in their lives 
it's incredibly awarding, rewarding. I feel like you know we're changing students' lives one by one um, every single day, and it's just extremely exciting. Yeah, it's definitely very special to be so closely involved with these students. It really is a huge step mm-hmm. in a student's life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it is definitely very special. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say your favorite part then oh. is of working here? There are so many. This is difficult. Um, when you get an email or a call from, an, uh, from a family and, and they say that their kid is like crying with joy because they got into their top choice college. I mean, that's a feeling that is uh, pretty amazing and just makes all the hard work that we put into to building this company so worth it. I would say that that you know around mid-December when early results are coming out and April when all of these results are coming out, it's in a very exciting time at Ingenious Prep. But again, like the thing that's most important to me is like helping people and mentoring others. So I feel like every day I'm in a position to do that with our employees here at Ingenious Prep and also with the students that we're working with. So that is always um, very central to who I am as a person and the things that kind of make me tick. And I feel like we get to do that every day and it's very exciting. Yeah, and being able to see the results of all of that hard work yes, is definitely... I'm obviously, as an athlete, very <laughs> kind of goal-oriented. And so um, every day we see the results of the hard work we, we put in and it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. So one last question before mm-hmm. I let you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've obviously said some amazing things about Yale mm-hmm. and your experience there. So for students who are really interested, maybe that's their dream school, mm-hmm. um, do you have any last words of advice for them? Last words of advice. So I was speaking with uh, Susan Shiflett, one of our former admissions officers from Yale last week, and she was really talking about hitting home Um, community and quirkiness in your applications to Yale. Like those are two things that they definitely look for um, and pride themselves on in the student body. And so they're kind of assessing how you would fit into the community in your applications. Um, So whether it's, whether you're somebody who's like a computer scientist who also just loves juggling and would be somebody that would be juggling different objects on old campus, or you know we had a student in years past who wrote about um, rapping on her application and how um, she talked about how um, rapping for her was a way of stepping out of her comfort zone and this is like a very uh, accomplished student and yet she has incredible things to write about and she's still writing about rapping in one of her essays so i think they're just looking for people who think outside of the box who are quirky who are going to add value to their community, who are gonna join the residential college system and take advantage of all of the resources that the school has to offer. So I think ultimately maybe being a little bit more off the beaten path than a student applying to Harvard. Whereas like at a school like Harvard, I think they're looking for the best of everything and a little bit more um, straight edge, if you will. I would definitely emphasize your quirkiness when you apply to Yale. Yeah, it's not just about those top academics. They're really looking for a certain personality that Mm -hmm. really is going to work on campus. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for giving us those insights. I think um, just talking about your experiences at Yale will be really helpful to students who are building their school list and want to know what it's like to actually go to college. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. 
Um, and for students who are looking for more information on Yale or top colleges, be sure to check out our blog, which is linked in the episode description. There are a lot of helpful articles about the Yale Supplemental Essays, other perspectives on what it was like going to Yale, as well as information on other top schools. And if you have any questions or would like to request a topic for a future episode, go ahead and give us a follow and send us a message on social media with the hashtag, hashtag InsideAdmissions. That's all for now. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time as we continue our journey inside the admissions office. Mm-hmm.